Hello and welcome to the first episode, or chat should I say, of the Now and Then pod in a new venue. Uh, same venue on YouTube though, go subscribe. It helps me, it doesn't really help you guys, but it helps me, so, you know. Um, but sure, uh, some questionable props today, uh, but it was a late-changing venue. Uh, so forgive my, my decorating skills. I have the decorating skills of a dinosaur, and, you know, weirdly enough, they don't have great decorating skills. So, you know, <laughs> but regardless of the questionable props, uh, today I'm joined with a man who was a, a thorn in the side for many on the cricket field with those rib ticklers. Uh, it certainly was for me. Um, but yeah, so he conquered cricket and then decided no, he's going to play rugby and has subsequently joined and played for or playing for um, yeah, the uh, province under 21 as hooker. So, Chase, thanks so much for joining me, brother. Um, and yeah, how, how's the week been? How's the day been? Yeah, how's it, Rob? Um, geez, the week's been uh, we have a good week, we had a good week of training so far. We uh, got the Sharks on Monday. Leaving tomorrow to Josie, but yeah, just super keen to be on the show, brother. Honored, honored that you invited me to be here. Awesome, brother. So I, I did a brief intro to you, uh, but I feel like I've missed some representative sides out. So, so maybe if you could just introduce yourself to the to the gang watching, and uh, yeah, don't don't be too humble. Jace is quite a humble guy, so he'll he'll play it down. But <laughs> um, well, for everyone that doesn't know me, uh, I'm Jason Alexander. Um, I'm currently contracted at Western Province Rugby Union. Um, if we're going to go back to uh, all the achievements, um, <laughs> I've made uh, under-18 Coke Week uh, in my matric year and I made under-18 Craven Week in my matric year. Um, Sportsman of the Year at my high school. Um, <laughs> justice. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, and uh, I made SI under-19 um in last year and i've made the uh, sa under 20 high performance squad uh preparing for the world cup but obviously covid uh, cancelled yes. that uh, but that's pretty much a brief intro wow um well a lot more than i've done on the sports field um <laughs> but you know so i suppose i've read some of the stuff on facebook and i think i think you you shared a little bit about it yourself um about your journey uh, and not, not a conventional one. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, suppose, can you uh, take us through your journey and bring us along on the, on the Jason Alexander, you know, show? Yes. Uh, look, I mean, obviously, like you said, it hasn't been the, the most conventional journey. Eh? Um, started off at, at Wama Boys Junior School. <laughs> obviously, uh, yeah. met Robbo, played against uh, <laughs> Robbie Gillett back there against Bosch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Killed started us. off playing rugby and cricket. Yeah, I mean, just those were competitive games back in the day. <laughs> yes, just, just a bit of fights in between. <laughs> like, you can't go wrong with a bit of handbags, brother. Nah, nothing wrong with it on the rugby field. It's got to make sure the ref doesn't see you. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look, um, Wama Boys Junior School, Started off with some ruggers and cricket. Um, I wasn't so into the academics, so yes, uh, even back then. But um, yeah, and then eventually I, I luckily got into the high school. Um, I was barely accepted, by the way. Um, I got accepted only on like the on the first day uh, of, of of grade of grade eight, which was crazy because I was actually at another high school which had absolutely no sports oh, really? at all. Yeah, so um, I don't know what would have happened if I went to that school. I'd, 
probably would have never even played sports at all but, after that. Uh, but so I, I read, I read a bit, a bit about that uh, story. Can can you go a bit into detail on that, or is it? Uh, no, 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 definitely. Um, so I mean, one thing that my father always kind of stressed me on was like, I mean, I was I was good at sports and stuff like that, but. He always said that if I didn't, if I wasn't good in my academics, you know, I wouldn't really uh, kind of achieve my dreams of getting into the high school and stuff. You know, yeah. parents always kind of pressure yeah. me like that, but it's, it's it's a good pressure. It's a yeah. good pressure. Um, so, I mean, I think the principal at the time was was Keith Richardson, um, and I think it was. I mean, at school, at the junior school, all the boys were getting their acceptance letters and. Mm. And all my friends were excited, like, yeah, I'm, getting, I'm in this house, I'm in this house and all of that. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I haven't even applied to another high school. I only applied to one boys as well. Sure. Um, yeah, so it was it was quite crazy for me as a youngster to kind of go through that because I was like, yes, um, I really want to be with my friends and obviously go to my dream high school. Mm. Um, but yeah, at the, at the end of the day, um, one of the people that really convinced Keith Richardson to kind of let me in so like literally I was going in my school I was in my school uniform at another high school I was in the assembly thinking to myself what what's gonna happen what's this next five years like I was I was I was my mind was just boggled bro because I was like <laughs> I don't know what sports I'm gonna play who I don't even know who's at the school um but luckily one of my mentors Alan Heber um convinced Keith Richardson just like last minute to let me in which was I mean they told me um, I think my father got the call my father got the call uh, from Alan to say that Jason's been accepted he's managed to convince Keith to to let me in um, and my mum literally brother and my mother was busy signing the the papers for me to go to that other high school um, and then she also got the call and they had to like pull me out of the assembly and be like, you've, you, you've been accepted. And like, it was probably the happiest day of my life. Cause I think one of the most important things, uh, that I had to do in that moment was just keep the faith in God. Mm. Um, cause really that was, that was a real test. Um, I think he, he he really pushed me to the he, last minute there. He, yeah, he's got a sense of humor, brother. He's got a sense. Of humor, <laughs> <laughs> I really, oh my word! Um, but literally, bro, because like in the moment, it was scary. Um, and then once I heard the news, I was the happiest guy. I told God, I'm never committing another sin again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be yes, yes. I was just so happy, bro. And then my grand kind of took me to go get my school uniform and went to go find out what house I was in and flip it was just one of the happiest days of my life right yes I was super happy um and then from there uh I think in grade eight that was probably the most one of the most exciting years of my life as well because uh I didn't care like what team I was playing or anything like that I was just happy to be there I think I you know what I mean? I think it just helped me appreciate being there a lot more than mm. than a lot of the other guys there. So I always looked at things a bit different from like the other the other kids at school. So yeah, that was that was like my junior school like experience getting into the high school and all of that. How um, much? Sorry, how how much is that? You know, you 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 quite a, you're a man of faith. Um, how much is that? You know, help so that 
has it offered a bit of perspective, would you say? You know, in terms of from an early age, it, has that allowed you to, to achieve what you've achieved, which you'll get on to now? Oh, my word, definitely. Um, in my household, I think uh, my brother, he's, he's actually a preacher. Um, okay, I said. So like I used to, yeah, exactly. So I used to look up to him. Mm. So it was like I used to go to youth every Friday. I mean, no. He he was he was quite different him himself because a lot of the people his age weren't really doing going yeah. to the church every if every Friday Sunday all of that and yeah. he kind of set the example for me in my life in my life to be like God is a rock and if he's not your center then I think this you're gonna collapse your world's gonna collapse around you mm. um, so again having God as as a rock in my life um, especially on the rugby field. I mean, in times of absolute stress and yeah. and just, yeah, all of that, um, he just kind of keeps me calm. Because uh, yeah. one of my, it's weird, because a lot of people before rugby games actually listen to like all those hype songs and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Like for me, I actually listen to gospel before I play. Um, there's this one song, uh, Oceans. Yes, by your um, song. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. But bro. there's, yeah, there's a, there's a different version um, by John Ward that I listen to I think he just does a bit but the lyrics of that song is uh, take me deep into the water uh, follow me more I mean follow me more than your eyes can can wonder or something like that but it's like you got to take that that leap of faith I mean they're talking about when Jesus was on the ocean and calling one yeah. of the disciples to come walk out to him so I was like and the waves are coming it's storming obviously yeah so I think for me, the waves in my life is each opponent, to be honest, that just comes my way. And I just got to keep my faith in God that, that I got to just look at Jesus and trust in him and be like, every time I step on that field, he's, he's there with me. So why do I even have to be nervous about yeah. anything? bro? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, for sure, bro. Um, but yeah, like I said, raising my parents have been amazing um, as well. Uh, they used to force me to go to church, which I didn't really enjoy. But at the same, bro. I mean, same. you know what I mean. I mean, like, you don't really enjoy it as much when they force you. But yeah, I mean, they've they've tried their best, and then eventually I kind of got into it myself. So mm. yeah, God has been uh, uh, an amazing role in my life currently as well. So mm. hopefully, I can kind of let His name shine every time I step onto that rugby field there after high school. Are we still <laughs> going through high school? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think. One of the, since I was kind of appreciating things more, um, I maybe kind of want to work hard for things. So when I got into cricket at high school, I was playing like 14 Ds. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was I, crazy. Um, I remember yeah. you, so I was dropped in under 14. Uh, hmm. Still one of the darkest days. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I, I think I was playing under 14 B side and, and I remember playing you. I don't know if that's if you played B side or maybe it was under 15. I don't know. Eventually, yeah. Yes, yeah. I think I was, would have been at the end of the year. And I was just yeah. thinking, how on earth is this guy in the B side, bro? And then and then <laughs> I was like, and then I got put up in under 15, so I was playing A side. And then I was like, cool, like he plays B team and then under 15 yeah. side. <laughs> These guys don't know what's happening, bro. <laughs> No, bro. I promise you. Back in my under fourteen, under fifteen days, I mean, I had no control of the ball. I think I just had power, bro. Like it was uh, like people think I was intentionally bowling like short balls all the time, but it's literally because I was just hoying it, bro. Yes, yes. 
Um, but yeah, cricket, cricket also taught me quite a lot. I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, I've had a bit of a flack in uh, a lot of people used to bully me for my bowling because I like, and the coaches included because they were like, you bowl short the whole time and I mean, you're not consistent and you'll never make it if you do this and do that. So like uh, literally every game was like, yes, yes I got to like prove people wrong. Mm. Uh, I mean, like every game, um, which kind of helped me a lot in my rugby as well. Because I mean, when that, when, that, when that factors came in of people doubting me and stuff like that, I already had that attitude of, okay, I'm just here to prove you wrong. Yeah. I mean, like it's just another game to kind of me, for me to prove you wrong. Um, and then uh, moving uh, on to the, I mean, in rugby, I was kind of consistently, consistently 18, but I'll be, I'll be 100% honest with you. And I never really thought that I was like good at rugby. Like I understood I made like the A teams and stuff like that, but I always thought I was like average and like the, the people around me were, were really good. Yeah. Um, until people started like actually telling me and then I was like, I started believing it. I guess um, and that's when I, I started actually trying to develop my game to be better um, and th- it's the same with cricket as well cricket and rugby has just been a, g- a big teacher for me in life um, just to keep improving myself because I mean you can reach new heights uh, all the time um, and then eventually I think it got to uh, I started making province cricket earlier than I started making province rugby I think yeah. I've I've had a few province trials with you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember I remember a few of those. Um, I think in province cricket, uh, I started making I made under fifteen invitational, um, and then I didn't make it in under seventeen, um, and then I made it again. I made the Coke Week in in, in under eighteen, um, and then in rugby, the only time I ever made province was like. 2018 like my matric year <laughs> yeah literally it's the right it, time it was to crazy. <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm uh perfect timing eh? god 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 really helped me out there um but for real brother um it's been it's been quite a hectic journey in terms of of sports at at high school level um but i've definitely enjoyed it um it's been one of the craziest experiences of my life uh, you've the, the friends you make on the cricket field and yeah. I mean especially the people you play against I mean it's it's crazy because like you you play against each other you hate each other yeah. uh, on the field but then straight afterwards you're going to turn roof and you're seeing them those, yeah. those voice exactly there yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I think uh, in rugby uh, I, st- I, I always went to province uh, from under 16 onwards I went to province trials and uh I never really made it. Um, but one of the most inspirational things for me was my granddad used to play for uh, Western Province back in the days, but um, obviously for the segregated side, the, the coloured colored Western Province. Um, so, like, I always had that self-belief in me to be like, okay, it's in my blood. Like, I, I can't do it. Uh, I just got to actually execute when I get there. Um, and I think one of the biggest changes for me from under 16 to under 17 was Dan Coles. Um, just watching, <laughs> especially as a hooker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I always, I was never the, the type of hooker to kind of bash it up and mm. and try and be really physical. Um, 
And I, I always wanted to have a bit of flair in my game. So when I saw Dan Coles do all these things on the rugby field, I was like, geez, that is, that is immense. That is crazy. Um, and so I started working like a lot more on my agility game. Um, and I started using like the ladders and, and, and all that kind of stuff and doing extra fitness and stuff like that because I really wanted to be mobile. Um, and then eventually my 2017 year, uh, a lot of people started actually backing me because I was, I was, I was doing a lot of good things on the rugby field. Um, and then my biggest probably transformation, I mean, in 2018 and my, my inspiration for that 2018 year was, um, the hooker from, from Wellington, I think, uh, Asafo Amua. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He played, he played for New Zealand in the twenties and, and, the way I saw him play was like, okay, this really is like a next level. And, and, and I got to kind of push myself towards that. Um, and I think our, our first game of our 20 year was against Bosch as well on the, on the Tinky Haynes. There we go. Um, you guys killed yes, us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a flipping close game though. Yeah, no, it was a flipping close game. But yes, yes. Um, and like I was having a bang average game. Um, and then at the, end of the game like literally like I think it was the last 10 minutes um, one of the I think the ball just somehow got loose it went through Muslali's Mugoladela's uh, legs mm. and somehow over Toban's legs I mean um, it's in my tribute video um, if you want to see it because it was like it was a freak accident for somehow that ball got straight like land up in front of me and I took the ball and like I did this crazy run down the line and like that was such a confidence booster for me going into my 2018 year, because um, it just kind of showed me like, ugh, man. Because why in 2017 we weren't really having our, our best year. Yeah, pretty pretty much like lost every game. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was, yo, that was that was sad. Um, we lost the Bosch twice, lost the Sacks twice, lost the Bishops. We got a hundred against Paul Jim, which was uh, yeah, brilliant. Brother, you have no idea what it's like to take a hundred, like three figures, brother. I mean, yes, yes, we played against Miller Duplessis that game because uh, obviously he was playing for Jim at the time. Yeah. I, I swear to God, like he was in front of me for like a second and the next second <laughs> he was gone. I was like, what is happening here? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, but... Uh, we, we we deserve that hundred. I mean, no one deserves yeah. hundred actually. No, no Never one, mind. No one ever deserves. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I hope that no one ever takes hundred because the next week we played bishops, and William Rose chirped us on the field. He was like, um, "So how does it feel to take a hundred? How does it feel to take a hundred? And like on Come the on, field, brother. that is, brother, that is the most depressing thing on the field because like there's no reply to that. Like yeah, you literally can't. just have to be like. Yes, this, yes, you said to take it. Um, that was a rough 2017 year. Um, and then on to our 2018 year, um, things got a, started getting a little better. Uh, went up to Kez and then we actually beat Kez, which was crazy because, I mean, we haven't beat Kez in like years. Um, and then that was a kickstart to our 2018 year. And then from there, I think we only lost like five games and that was against like Paul Jim, Paul Ruiz and... Uh, Again, lost one to bishops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, sir. we don't we don't count those, bro. Yes, sir. 
uh, that was that was a violent game. But anyway, it's fine. We, we were the, we were the king of the southern suburbs. We were the kings of the southern suburbs right. in our twenty eighteen year. Self proclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> Self proclaimed, definitely. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, I think that kind of also led up to me uh, having my name kind of uh, put in there for potential Craving Week uh, team. Um, so that was, that was big for me and I really wanted to make it in my 2018 year. So, uh, we went to province trials and, uh, I think, uh, you know, at province trials, at the rugby trials, what they do is actually, they make all the club teams play first, right? Yeah. Um, and then the schoolboys play against each other later. Um, and you always know, like the final game is where all the big stars are playing, like, your, your Damien Willemses, your Jan Lombards, all playing against each other. Um, and they literally put me in the first team that played. So you can tell, like, that was, yeah. I mean, they weren't really expecting much from me. Um, and then, but I think, like I said, my lesson learned from cricket and, and, and sports in general was just every game, you've got to prove yourself and, like, you've got to play like this, like the first time someone's watching you. Um, so I put in, I put in quite good performances and eventually going through the rounds and, and going through the rounds, uh, it got, it got pretty scary at the end because uh, eventually I thought I'm going to get cut soon. So like, when, <laughs> for like it. when is, yeah. Um, but I just have to keep my mind focused, man. Um, and, uh, eventually they selected like a training, like a high performance training squad to, um, to go and play SVD uh, out in, I think, Otsuren. Um I think that was another big game. Uh, and then I had to miss my matric ball for that, by the way. Yes, sir. Always. Yeah, I didn't get to go to my matric ball. Me and Lutanda Waji, we didn't get to go to my matric balls, bro. For, for that game? Yeah, because we had to go crazy. play, literally. But... Luckily, we got to travel back in time for the after party. So, oh, well, that's ah, fine. Man. You know what I mean? You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Sacrifice. <laughs> I was willing to make it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then eventually, they kind of, I think a week later, they announced the Craving Week side. Um, and I got the, the starting jersey, the number two jersey, um, which was pretty. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, at the time, I was... Because it was the first time I ever made province rugby. Yeah. And I, I kind of I got the number two jersey, which was amazing. Because coming from nearly being declined from one boys, going to, like, another school, and, like, maybe never even playing rugby, I probably would have focused on cricket a lot more, mm. um, to, to making the, the number two jersey for Craven Week. I'd never in my life would have ever thought that that would have happened. But I think one of the actually toughest parts for me in 2018 was being at the Craven Week because it was, it was just tough, man. Because, I mean, leading up to the, like, the training sessions and stuff like that, uh, I had really bad practices. Bad. Okay. Like, my, my throwing was bad. Basically, it was just my throwing, to be honest. But obviously, Azuka, that's, that's extremely right. vital. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I just think that kind of puts a bit of doubt in the coach's mind as to whether I was really up for the job. 
Okay. Um, I think the coach Shawnee Erasmus said that yeah, it was Shawnee Erasmus. Um, but yeah, so at the time it was it was pretty tough. Um, I played the first game, um, and then after that, uh, my my competing hooker JJ Cotter, mm. um, he played the full game of the Lions after that, which was obviously like a game I really wanted to play in because yeah. it's like the yeah. Lions. Like Lions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the first game was the Pumas and that was all right. We, we, we got like, we, I think we put 50 past them, but I think I really wanted to test my skills against the Lions. Um, but I never really got that opportunity. Um, but luckily we won that game and then eventually we got to uh, the final and played the Sharks. Um, and then that was kind of the, I mean, obviously you really want to start and but JJ got the the, the starting position, yeah, um, which which really put a lot of doubt in my mind again, because um, I was selected as the number two and then he started. Mm. Um, but like respect to JJ, obviously hard worker. Um, yeah, but like it, it knocked a lot of my confidence to be like, am I really good enough to be here? Um, and then he got selected as as SA schools hooker as well. Mm. Um, so I was like, I couldn't. Man, it's, it was just a lot of. Uh, a lot of mental battles for me because I had to be like, okay, I was selected as a number two, but am I really good enough to be the, the starting hooker? Um, and luckily, straight after that tournament, um, the contract offer started coming in. Hey. Um, you're money, right, right. Money, money talks, brother. <laughs> yeah, money talks, brother. Um, but literally, I was, I was just happy that the contracts came in because that that's what I was fighting for because I really wanted to have options after high school. I mean, academically, I wasn't the smartest, I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> so I had to kind of give myself options. Um, luckily, rugby also kind of paved the pathway for that. Um, and on the, on the cricket side of things, my coke week was amazing. Like the complete opposite of my, of my craving week. I mean, we made it to the finals as well there. We played at Newlands. I mean, I think I took, I think I took like three wickets in the finals and I scored like a quick 36 trying to like save the game for the team. But we lost that game eventually. But man, I just enjoyed it so much, man. Like I, I really loved cricket. So it was, it was really tough for me to decide after school what I was going to do. Did you get any offer um, for cricket? Uh, I spoke to uh, one of the coaches at Western Province. Um, we had a whole meeting about it because like they knew I was playing rugby. So they were like, listen, yeah we really want to offer you things, but we know that you also like you playing rugby. So um, one of the things that uh, they said was that they couldn't really offer me uh, a proper contract, but they could offer me a bursary to uh, a bursary to WC, okay. uh, which is obviously a high class cricket academy there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, at the time in my head, I really wanted to play cricket. Because I enjoyed the sport, I was improving like really fast, and I felt like I never really reached like my full potential. Mm. Um, but like everyone was telling me, like go play rugby because like that's that's your calling, that's your calling. Um, and obviously, you can listen to other people, but like I mean, you have to stay true to yourself. Um, yeah. So I mean, I took all this, all their words into consideration, and I understood it was also coming from a place of love. So. I couldn't really go against and, and register a ball against what they told me. So I had to take it in, into consideration. Um, and I think one of the deciding factors was the fact that uh, 
in 2018, um, both my both my grandmothers passed away okay. um, in the in 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 one year. And uh, I mean, their dream. I mean, that was a big motivation for me as well in 2018. Mm. Um, so I mean, both of them really wanted to see me on the rugby field. Yeah. I mean, in in the Springbok jersey. <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah that was that was one of the motivating factors for me also to kind of make it on the rugby field i mean every game i like i have wrist tape on and i write their names on i mean just to remind myself as well i mean it's like a, just another another source of motivation um yeah so yeah that was that was kind of the reason why i chose rugby eh? um and from there on it's uh it's just been amazing um I mean, in my straight after, I signed a two-year contract coming out of high school, which was amazing because... Insane, dude. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of players or not a lot of people coming out of school can get, like, a contract and, 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 and all of a sudden just get a salary and stuff like that. Um, so, that was amazing for me because, like, I literally achieved my dreams. Um, and then straight after that, I kind of got into a slump uh, because I got accepted into, into UWC. Um, I was a contracted rugby player. And, um, I mean, I felt like I was living the dream. I mean, yeah. at university, I was, I was... I mean, especially, I think you can understand going into university, I mean, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm. You have so much freedom to do whatever you want and, and kind of just live your life and whatever. Um, and I think that was my problem. I started settling. I started settling yeah. in. Comfortable, um, getting too comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, I started settling in and I was like, okay, I've achieved my dreams. I'm on, I'm on a contract and I can relax now, you know, I can relax. But ugh, man, I think it started showing in my game uh, at UWC that, that, you know, you can never settle. Uh, the game's always going to be challenging. Um, there's always going to be a new level. Um, luckily, I had... Uh, one of my my roommates and uh, Rez, Rez partners at UWC, Shakir Murat um, and Spuda Madonsela, uh, those are the kind of two people that kind of kept me inspired to kind of keep on achieving because yeah. they were all they were older than me um, and they were kind of like showing me the ropes and and telling me what I needed to do to kind of to get to that next level and stuff like that. So I mean, I got I drew a lot of inspiration from them as well. I'll be completely honest. Um, I mean, I would go to Shakir with Jim like every day and, and he would kind of just kind of draw me out just to kind of yeah. go and work I and mean, do a lot of extra sessions. Um, but I think also at UWC, one of my biggest motivating factors was, uh, Chester Williams actually. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Cause, uh, he obviously convinced me to actually come to UWC. Um, man, and he really believed in me. I mean, he was willing to throw me straight into the first team coming out of high school and, and play first team varsity cup. I mean, it didn't happen because I think Boxmart got something against that rules for front rankers. <laughs> but, but, I mean, just to have that man believe in me like that was crazy. I mean, he would call me in for like extra meetings and just talk to me and tell him, ask me how I'm doing and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, I think it was just a blessing knowing him because, I mean, it just shows that people at the highest level do believe in me and I just have to keep on believing in myself. Um, and then obviously his passing happened. 
which was tough for for a lot of the UWC uh, uh, rugby community and obviously his his family as well. Uh, it took a big knock. Uh, that was one of the, the the coach that took us from Varsity Shield to Varsity Cup. Mm. Um, so it was tough because a lot of the players he recruited a lot of the players in, okay. and when he passed, yeah, when he passed, a lot of the players just lost motivation. Yeah. All of a sudden, I think that led to our uh, that led to our varsity varsity cup season we had at the start of this season. That was terrible. Uh, okay. Yeah, we lost every game, um, which was also it was sad uh, to see uh, the university that I went to kind of uplift. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. especially as a previous previously reformed university, I really wanted to help it rise. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, that uh, that didn't happen this season. But uh, next season, we're going to be back at it. We've got a new coach, Paul True, yes. coming in. It's super keen to have him in as a coach. And then uh, before the under-19 tournament, um, it was my birthday. So, like, it was just positive vibes going into the tournament. Yeah. Um, and this was a and this was a big tournament because apparently there was a there was a S under nineteen team uh, going to be selected to go to Georgia in Europe. Yeah. Yes, um, which was super exciting for me because I was like, okay, look, I can work hard and kind of get something out of this tournament. Um, besides playing in the blue and white hoops, which is yeah. a blessing in itself. I mean, to to kind of, to try and work towards that green and gold is what everyone really wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think my first game of the tournament, um, I scored a hat trick. Sure. Uh, Let's which go. Was, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um, and then going on to the next game, I think, after, I don't know, we played, we played EP. Our first game, no, our first game was EP. Our second game was Poland. Um, and then I scored another try there. Um, and then our next game was against the Sharks. I don't think I scored another one, but I got one of the top try scorers of the tournament. Yeah. Um, which was amazing for me because, yes, I mean, it was completely unexpected. I felt like, because sometimes after games as a rugby player, you do things on the field, but then like 10 minutes or half an hour after the game, you don't remember how you did that, like at all. Like it's literally like, blank in your head I mean like when you when you go back to the video session and you see yourself doing these things it's like <laughs> you're in a different zone yeah um, so then I think a week later uh, they they announced the SN and the 19 team going to Georgia and yes I was I think I got a call I mean because I was just chilling at res yeah like as always because my tournament was done I was like okay yeah, I'm done let me just chill um, I got a call from my mom to say that, did you see, like, you made, you made the side, you made the side. Uh, and I was like, the, the, the side for what? And then she was like, she sent me a link um, when they announced the, the, the team on News on 24. And I, wow. I mean, I got emotional, obviously, because it was, it was crazy. Um, that was something I never really expected. Like, I mean, and the thing is, I mean, I just had to be grateful in that time. I mean, yeah. God really showed me that if I just have faith in him, that I can kind of just do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
for me as a really positive person, um, it, it just kind of clicked a fire inside of me where I really want to inspire like everyone just to, just to show them that if you can keep the faith and, and work hard for like what you really want, it's possible. And it sounds really cliche, yeah. but like seriously, like the most cliche things in life are, are they, they're true. They, they're repeated because they, they're they really are. true. They, they're cliche because they're repeated and they're repeated because they are, they're true. They, they, it's like, it's the facts. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, exactly. And literally that was like, I mean, it's, it's, it really triggered something inside of me to be like, okay, like let's, let's do this. Like actually let's, let's actually yeah. go for, let's, let's go, go for the top. <laughs> literally. Oh my word. Um, and then eventually, yeah, um, after that, I mean, I had an amazing tournament. I mean, just, I've never traveled overseas before, before yeah. that as well. So that was like, okay, wait, I think I traveled once before overseas before that, but I've never been to Europe, mm. which was, which was crazy. Um, cause you are playing with the best of the best. Like it's intense. The schedule is tight. You got to do this. You got to do this. You're training three times a day. Like there's doctors and it's like, even though you're training three times a day, there's like, they have a whole recovery kit set out for you after they make sure that you are absolutely sorted. The doctor is giving you, it's re I mean, it gave me a taste of, of, of like the good life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, of, of what things can be like. I mean, yes, it was amazing. Actually, I looking back at it now, it's, it's yes, it's really a lesson learned um, and it will always be uh, a motivation in my life to really achieve the top, the top tier of rugby. So you say you're in full hustle mode at the moment. So what, what's next for, for Jason Alexander? So by, by the next world cup, what do you think is, well, not what, not what you think, what in an ideal world, where, where are you going to be brother? In an ideal world, um, I'll be sitting, uh, on that flight to France, uh, going to that World Cup, brother. Uh, it's been, it's a dream. Um, I'm not going to deny myself of it. I'm not going to doubt myself to be there because I know with God, anything is possible. So um, I'm going to keep working hard to be there. Uh, a lot of people may say that it's, it's not possible. Uh, you won't do it and whatever. But brother, I'm just going to keep on grinding towards towards my goals and my dreams because I've got to represent my family and uh, yeah. it's and it's it's, it's going to be amazing, man. I got to represent God first of all as well. So yeah, I'm I'm ready, man. The 2023 is going to be an exciting year for me. I can really see it. That's awesome, bro. I I, I can't wait. I mean, you, you just look at at the lessons you learned pretty early, and some guys haven't learned those yet. Uh, and I certainly have still lots of lessons still to learn. But I think the lessons you learn early have uh, are going to take you far to that to that one uh, hundreds in france so jason thanks so much for, so much for joining me bro i appreciate it and uh yeah thanks for stepping on on the first step to the, the this journey of, of the new podcast i appreciate it brother